0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the eve of a European final for Rangers. Giovanni Van Bronckers men are out to make history by seeing off Frankfurt and winning the Europa League. We'll be live from Seville throughout the show as we build up to one of the biggest nights in Scottish football for many a year. Yes, I'm Andrew McLean and I've been in the Rangers camp getting the latest team news and build-up with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst confirming Kamar Roof is fit to play tomorrow. And I'm Gabriel Antoniazzi and I've been out and about in Seville hearing from Rangers fans who've travelled from all corners of the globe in hope of witnessing history being made tomorrow night. And I'm Gordon Duncan as always. Joining me tonight is Marvin Bartley and Roger Hanna. Yeah, and we're 26 hours away from kick-off in Seville. Arguably Rangers' biggest game in half a century. There's been a pilgrimage of 100,000 or so on to Seville and all points round about the Iberian Peninsula. This is huge. The best part of it, Gordon, is there could be a major European trophy coming back to these shores. And I'm proud to be an adopted Scot. You know, that obviously the English team getting knocked out last round, West Ham by Frankfurt. So, yeah, I'll be supporting Rangers tomorrow. Um, a massive game. I hope the whole country gets behind uh, the club. And then we can go back to the rivalries next week. 01419511025. That is the number you need. This is it. This is the final build up. Rangers fans, how are you feeling? Rangers fans from all across the globe have been getting in touch. So let's hear from you whether you are in Glasgow in the West, maybe you're travelling through France or Spain, or you're in Seville already, or you're coming from somewhere else. Pick up the phone and let us know how you are feeling just at one day to go. It's at that stage where we can actually start talking about the football. We might. Move on from some of the travel plans Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has been speaking today Telling us who's fit, who's available How he feels ahead of the game So get all your pre-match thoughts over to us 0141-951-1025 And speak to Marvin Bartley and Roger Hanna It's getting real Roger, it's getting close Yeah it is and they are starting to talk about football We're listening to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Media call this afternoon He says Kemar Roof is fit He has trained in the pitch at the Ramon Pijuan Sanchez Stadium This afternoon does that mean he's ready to start? I would doubt it. I think the team will maybe be the same team that won the second leg of the semi-final against RB Leipzig a couple of weeks ago. That would mean Roof starting in the bench, Ramsey starting in the bench, Sakala starting on the bench. But I get the vibe that Rangers fancy this, Gordon. I mean, Marvin, you, you joked about it, tongue-in-cheek, you know, being an adopted Scot, but are you feeling this, the sense of occasion, just how big this is? No, I meant it. <laughs> I, I mean that. No, definitely. Uh, 100% you know you go on social media you turn your TV on everybody's talking about it and what a huge huge occasion it is for Scottish football you know I spoke about that just just earlier um, but also a massive occasion for Rangers you know let's be honest their fans probably didn't expect them you know the way they started in Europe to be in a final now they are a lot of fans travelling across and you know, I really can't wait for it honestly I'm going to sit at home tomorrow watch it and, and cheer the boys on come on then let's get the calls in to match the occasion 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB I've absolutely loved hearing uh, your journey some of the stories from the last few nights people crossing continents people missing anniversaries people crammed in to cars with people that they don't even know it's been great fun so keep it coming on the usual number or Twitter and I'm sure we will turn our attentions to the nuts and bolts of the football match as well so let's hear from you we're here until 8 o'clock get your calls in however it's been a very significant day in Seville Andrew McLean is still with us live from Spain Andrew give us a, a flavour of what you've been up to today 
Yeah, well, I've been out and about today speaking to supporters and getting a flavour of the atmosphere, but I'm also not long back from the Ramon sanchez Pijuan Stadium where Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, James Tavernier and Ryan Jack were all speaking to the media. It's a nice-looking stadium, the sun was shining, but you can't help but feel, looking around at a 42,000 capacity, it's nowhere near big enough, surely, for a game like this. You could probably have a 200,000-seater stadium and it would sell out, but I'm sure the fans inside the ground will make plenty of noise and those around Seville will make even more as well. And it's quite hard to comprehend just how big this game is as well because in, in my life it's just the third time a Scottish team has made it this far a lot of the fans I was speaking to today see it's really surreal it hasn't really even sunk in for them yet that it's the Europa League final I'm sure some of the players are pinching themselves as well but you know by this time tomorrow kickoff will be fast approaching not long to go and, and Giovanni van Bronckhorst you know he was, he was running through their final preparations earlier and what it means to reach the final. Uh, well, the mood is very, very good. We're all excited to, uh, of course, to play the final tomorrow. Preparation went really well. You know, we had an extra day uh, to prepare for the game tomorrow in, in Glasgow. So we, we traveled yesterday, tonight a light training. And uh, tomorrow we have the final meetings to, uh, you know, for our game plan. But, you know, we are ready for tomorrow. You know, I feel very proud to be the manager of this team and uh, even prouder to, to take the boys uh, tomorrow into the, to the final and uh, a huge opportunity for us to, uh, to get the second uh, major prize in history in Europe for this club. So uh, we are very determined to, uh, to bring the trophy back with us. We respect the opponent. The opponent did an amazing run in, in Europe as well. So it's going to be an exciting final, but a final is always nice when you, when you win it. And if you lose it, you, you don't like it. So uh, we are here to win it. And of course Andrew McLean ahead of any game Never mind a game of this size There's always a fascination A nervous wait to see who's fit Who's available And there was really one name on most Rangers fans lips today Yeah I mean as you say, team selections are massive and the weekend definitely gave a sort of good indicator of who will and won't start, who are certainly be involved with that second string side taking on hearts and some positions you think are absolutely nailed on. McGregor and Gold, Tavernier and Goldson play all the time. There's Jack and Lundstrom, they've worked really well together in midfield, but it's it's the final third that I think is the interesting point for a lot of people. Scott Wright and Fashion Sakala, they look to be battling out for a spot, but Van Bronckhorst says Kamar Roof is back fit and available and could play a part tomorrow. Yes, uh, Kamar is available. He trained uh, for the first time with us yesterday. He had um, individual uh, training before that and uh, he will be training also tonight. So he will be uh, in the squad for tomorrow. If I, uh, if I want to use him, he's ready. It's a boost for us. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he got injured a couple of weeks ago. He had, uh, was, a, was in a good, uh, good spell, you know, very important for the team. And uh, I'm happy that he's back because he was working hard to be ready for the Leipzig game. He didn't make it, so we just extended it for him the final, so uh, he's there and uh, he's also ready, of course, to uh, to play a part in, in tomorrow's game. So there we have it. There's the big team news, Rangers fans. How do you feel about that? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Would you start Kimar Roof? Do you pitch him straight in, or maybe a role from the bench for him? Let us know. It wasn't only the management, of course, Andrew. You just wonder how the players are feeling ahead of a game of this magnitude. Yeah, certainly. James Tavernier, one of the players speaking today, and I think he just epitomises how far this Rangers team have come, because he played for Rangers in the Championship, he's stuck through with them all this time, you know, there have been some tough times with him, of course, he hasn't come without his critics, but time and time again, he stands up, he puts in big performances, and especially 
in this Europa League run he's been so influential his goals yes he takes penalties but his goals and assists outside of that are still mightily impressive and you know as I say he was speaking in the last couple of hours he says they're ready to go out and make history tomorrow and he says keeping a clean sheet is a lot more important than him being the tournament's top goal scorer yeah it means the world for us um, no I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the the great team behind us and the boss um, you know directing us um you know, it's, it's obviously one step away and we all want to make history and bring that cup back home. So I know all the boys will give 110% tomorrow when asked and, you know, we'll leave everything out on the pitch and hopefully we can make everyone proud. Yeah, I'd like to finish uh, this competition as a winner of the cup, picking up the trophy and I obviously would like to finish top goal scorer. Um, but my first aim is trying to keep a clean sheet tomorrow night when, when, we, when we finish that game and that'll obviously put us in a great position. So... Yeah, I think everything will sink in. Um, the scene is set. We've heard from the captain, James Tavernier. We've heard from the manager, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. And thank you to our reporter, Andrew McLean, who will be across all the football in Seville over the coming days. We'll go back there very soon and find out a bit more about what's going on in the city. But in the meantime, let's hear from you. Robert is on the line. Where are you, Robert? Uh, good evening, guys. We're um, probably about an hour and a half from the border in Spain. Travelling to Seville. When are you due to arrive? Sorry? When are you due to arrive? Uh, 5.41 in the morning. <laughs> Precise. <laughs> and then, yeah, 5.41, that was Roger. Not not 5, 5.41, to if be you, specific. If you can pass Bordeaux, Robert, can you make it 5.51? Take 10 minutes to nip into odd bins and get me a nice <laughs> bottle of red. I mean, Robert, what's the plan then? Is it a couple of hours kip or are you just straight out to enjoy the build up? Uh, quick shower, change. Breakfast, beer and football. Just just enjoy the atmosphere. Beer and football, a good combination. I mean, I take it you've driven the full way, yes? From where? Uh, we left uh, Glasgow last night at four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> now, Robert, Marvin struggles enough to drive from Livingston to Clydebank <laughs> to get here on time, so the thought of this is blowing his mind. What dedication, Marvin. I can't believe it honestly that is absolutely brilliant and like you said I do struggle to actually make that journey so to hear Robert and I hope he's not by himself I hope he's travelling with somebody else to do that journey you know dedication to their football team you know I hope he's rewarded tomorrow with a win I how really many do. of you Robert in the car? so there's, there's two, two in my car John and John and Brendan but we've bumped into guys from East Coast Ross there's four in behind us there's um, three joiners that I know from Kirk and Pillock in a van doing 62 miles an hour <laughs> And then there's two camper vans that are trying to keep up as well. So it's it's a convoy. It's like the Italian job going to Seville. <laughs> I love that. So like an just an impromptu convoy, Roger Hanna. It's absolutely fantastic. We said at the top of the show that this is an unprecedented wow. pilgrimage. They are going by planes, trains, automobiles, and camper vans from all over Scotland to all over Spain. They will congregate tomorrow between the stadium where the game is taking place, the stadium where the game is being beamed back, beamed back, and all points across the city because I don't know what age Robert is. I don't know whether he's any recollection of Barcelona 1972. Probably not. But this, for Rangers fans like Robert, is probably a once-in-a-lifetime experience. They don't want to miss it. And if James Tavernier lifts that trophy tomorrow night, the journey back will go in a flash. I love the detail. The three joiners from Kirk and Tillich, <laughs> the, the camper van. That's brilliant, Marvin. I love that. The fact that just one common purpose to get from 
Glasgow area to Seville and just see who you meet along the way. That's what I mean. It's absolutely brilliant. You know, on his way, he's met someone from East Kilbride, probably half an hour down the road from him. He's met them in, in France or wherever he is at this moment in time. But, you know, as I said, dedication is, is a key word for me. You know, they, these fans should really, really be proud. And I'm sure, you know, the players, as much as we laugh, they'll be listening to these sorts of stories. And, you know, tomorrow they'll go out there and, and hopefully represent the football club and make these people proud. But it's unbelievable. As I just said, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. And, you know, if it was Arsenal, I would be probably doing it as well. <laughs> or Hibs. Yeah, Hibs. Uh, Robert, you've, you know, the football's becoming a bit more real now, if you like. the Yes, it's a holiday, but the football is starting to kick in. Giovanni Van Bronker speaking today, confirming Kimar Roof is fit, for instance. What do you make of that? No, I think that's good news. You know, we've, all, we've done so well, you know, with, with our strikers being off and his tactics have been phenomenal. And just to have Roof there to, to strengthen the team, you know, we all know it's a 50-50, but, you know, I think we can do this and take it home. You know, I really do. Um, Marvin, what do you think? Kamar Roof, on paper, it seems like if you've only got one striker and you're in a European final, you play him. But on the other hand, he's not played a lot of football in the last few weeks. And Rangers got there without him. So yep. what, what do you think? It's an extremely difficult one for, for the manager because I think any player who's anywhere near close to being fit is declaring themselves fit for a final. Sure. There's no doubt about it. So as a manager, you have to take the kind of the emotion away from it. You have to really look at that player and think, can they really go on and contribute from the first minute or will I use them towards the end of the game? Um, I would probably roll the dice. I really, really would. I think we always speak about during the season, uh, it's all about the next game. But never has there been truer words than, t- than tomorrow for Rangers. You know, if a player's going to miss the next three months, I'm sure every single player within that squad will go out and play tomorrow's game. So if it's me and I, f- I think Roof will make the team better, then I'll be starting him and see how long he lasts. Mm. Roger? I don't think he will. Um, he's been out four and a half weeks. Marvin's right. If... The Rangers medical staff say to Kemar, if you fit, what's he going to say? He's going to say, yes, I'm fit. I just have a feeling 10 of the team pick themselves, as Andrew said. There's one place for me. Maybe Wright, maybe Sakala, maybe Ramsey, maybe Roof. I just have a feeling he'll go with the semi-final team. I think it'll be Scott Wright. Is the answer to that question found in the team that played at the weekend so Scott Wright was rested completely so was Fashion Sakala and your man Aaron Ramsey was not he started the game does that not tell you who's in the, the driving seat yeah I, I think it does but I think in terms of Rufio it would have been touch and go right to the last minute you know they would have probably at that moment in time playing against Hearts would have thought maybe he's going to miss the mm-hmm. game but the fact he trained yesterday I think that changes a lot of things I think when Gio and his coaching staff look at Frankfurt and what's going to you know, really trouble them the most. If it is Roof, then I think you have to go with him. You know, as Roger said there, if it's not going to be him and, it, and it's Wright or Sakala, then obviously you mm. go with them. The thing but, is, though, I, I think what will trouble them most are James Tavernier and Ryan Kent in the wide areas. Now, it's not to take away anything from whoever plays at centre-forward, but, you know, the way Frankfurt line up and with that three at the back, I, I think Rangers can get joy in wide areas. I'm not saying it's not important who plays as the number nine or the mm-hmm. false nine or whatever. I think Kent and Tavernier are the two yeah. key men for Rangers. Uh, Robert, safe trip. Maybe give us a call on the way back, will you? Definitely, guys. We will do it. Thanks Brilliant. again. Good Have luck. a good time. Keep an eye on the joiners from Kirk and Tillich <laughs> and the rest of the guys for us. I feel like we're part of it. We've been learning all the characters' <laughs> names of this strange and bizarre story. Uh, let's bring in Stephen, who has gone one stage further. You're from Coat Bridge, Stephen, but you're there. You're in Seville. How is it? Hi, we're doing well. We're in um, the uh, part of España, so we're in one of the fan zones. We left at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning and had a few stops on the way. It's a um, good atmosphere. It's a wee bit mixed in here. The Frankfurt fans have come in as well. But, um, aye, it's been good. Uh, the mood's very good. 
It's very aye friendly. Everybody's loving it. It's, uh, the weather's tremendous. It's like you're talking like seven o'clock at night over here. You're, it's half seven, it's thirty-four degrees. Wow. It's absolutely outstanding. So I can only wish we do everything for the guys back home. I'm not here today. That's I, I couldn't say any more. I think we've got a good team there to do it. We've got the guys that are. Ruth's a, a, a big win we've got there, they bring him back, but I would start the team that started the Leipzig semi-final second leg. That, that's my opinion, I think I would do that. But Marvin, I've already knew, we, we, we picked the wrong team the last time. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I remember that on social media, but I blamed you, didn't I, Stephen? So I'm going, I'm going the opposite of you today then. If you're going with the team that started the last game, <laughs> I'm going to put someone up. else in, yeah. Uh, Stephen, have you got tickets for the game or is it going to be the fan zone tomorrow? Well, I don't have tickets actually, but uh, my uncle's came for Canada. Well, my missus uncle, he's came for Canada and they managed to get three tickets. So I'm meeting him tonight in the square in uh, Seville. They managed to get three tickets in a supporters club in Canada and they arrived yesterday. So I'm so jealous, but um, I will, I'll, I'll keep listening for tickets. But you're here to experience it. Everybody's enjoying themselves. It's, uh, the weather's brilliant. The atmosphere's brilliant. And the campsite's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what's, so, what's so bad about it? Give us the detail. Keep it clean, though. People are eating their dinner. It's like an absolute sweat fest. <laughs> it's that warm. Like we've got the, the van plugged in, but it's um, it, it's another level of heat here, guys. We, we didn't realise it was going to be that that warm. We've no shade. Um, the air conditioning is where the drivers are sitting. We see the fact that there's it's a six berth camper van and there's five of us in it. Um, it's, it's a bit of a sweat box in there. <laughs> Well, Johanna, if you'll indulge me for just two seconds, I am humbled and honoured that people are in Seville, are in the fan zone, and are thinking about us. And I'm being serious. That means a lot. You know, they're taking the time to listen and pick up the phone. I can hear the music. I can hear the fans. We kind of wish we were in Seville in 34 degree heat getting to soak yeah, in. So it's I nice it's, to be a part of it. Yeah, when I arrived, I think it was only 31 or 32 here in Clyde Bank tonight. <laughs> so we're, we're very jealous of Stephen Lee's 34 degrees. It's brilliant. It sounds terrific. Stephen sounds as if they're all having a great time I hope that continues over the next 36 hours or so I hope they all come back with great stories I hope they all enjoy it And they will be hoping And I think everyone Marvin here, our adopted Scotsman It's brilliant he's come in with his kill torn I'm not sure if that's the Rangers tartan or not Or it's an Arsenal tartan maybe It's fantastic This would be great Joking aside For Scottish mm. football I said the same in 2008 at Manchester I said the same in 2003 in Seville This doesn't happen very often and it would be great for Scottish football if that trophy was coming back to these shores it would restore the nation's reputation on the continent it would and a month in Scotland they're hoping to qualify for a World Cup it would lift the national sport mm. it would be fantastic How's the belief Stephen? Think Rangers will do it? Um, I'm just I'm not overly confident. We've had a few guesses in the way here. There are a few saying, and and all who I think Frankfurt, they're a good team. They're, they're getting here on merit. They've beat very good teams there. I've said three one. One of my mates has said three one. Colin Mullins has said two one. I fancy three one Rangers. I, I really do. I'm not even. I, I can't lie about it. I'll know hide away from it. I think Rangers, the way they've played this year, they've. They've, they've surprised teams, they've, they've blew teams away, they've shot out the blocks, their guys have they've blown people away, which 
these teams have they seen before. Leipzig, Dortmund, Braga, they never expected it. We blew them away. Honestly, I think they're in with a good shout. Stephen, it is so good to hear from you. I just can't believe a man from Cote Bridge has been in the fan zone in Seville for hours and is still sober enough to phone us. But anyway, please drink responsibly. Uh, Stephen, it really was great to hear from you. And get, I can sense the atmosphere from here. Pick up the phone. You don't have to be in Seville. By the way, don't feel left out. If you're just here, stuck at home, and looking forward to the game, that's absolutely fine. Share it with us. 0141-951-1025. We will go back live to Seville after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Roger Hanna are here. We're going to be live in Seville throughout the show, building up to kick-off. Tomorrow evening in a massive night for Rangers And Scottish football We're not daft enough to think that everyone across the rivalry Wants Rangers to win But it is of course still a massive night for Scottish football To potentially have a winner of a European trophy After a long, long wait So let's go back to the phone lines and bring in David Wasting my time every night Seeing where these people are from Because they're very rarely there uh, You were in Paisley, David Update us uh, Well, uh, East Kilbride last night Two of the boys are from East Kilbride I'm from Paisley And one of the boys is from Dunoon And we left at the, just after 10 o'clock last night And we're just going by Bordeaux just now hey, Hold on a, hold on a second This can't be happening Because the the first guy on Said he, he was going by Bordeaux And he said there was guys from East Kilbride behind him So don't tell me we're now speaking to the next car in the convoy We are sitting behind him in the car <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this show is just. I, I want the guy in the camper van on next. <laughs> I want to see if we can get some horns beeping across <laughs> France, and that we'll be responsible for it. Unbelievable, right? So you get. So where did you guys meet up then? How did you discover each other? Right, uh, I worked with one of the boys, Ross, and his pal Max, and Ian, his two pals let him down, so he put a SOS on follow follow, and Ross top spoke to him, so we were just all grouped up together and came. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant Superb, superb so far Do you know what I'm noticing David? Now this is not surprising because there are Whatever, 100,000 fans going And only 9,000 tickets So the majority of people I don't actually know if we've had anyone on yet Who's got a ticket for the match What are your plans? We are going to the We've got the tickets for the, the screen back So yeah, the we've fans got the fans on. on tomorrow And then the screen back yeah, well, Roger Hanna, that's going to be the next challenge, right? I'm, we've now we've ticked off all the the convoy and all the rest of it. We find somebody who's actually got a ticket for the game. Because I mean, generally speaking, it's like what one in ten people Huge, who are going over. Hugely disappointing. It's not in a larger stadium. Yeah, there, there is a larger stadium in the same city that is being used for the Beanbank, the stadium that Celtic played in against Porto in two thousand and three. Yeah. A lot of it's to do the, the the crown jewels for UEFA is the Champions League. And they want to keep the Champions League as the elite final, the biggest final, and that is to the detriment of the Europa League. And then that is to the detriment of the Conference League because I think Roma and Feyenoord play a week tomorrow in front of 24,000 in Albania. It's the weirdest logic ever. Firstly, who cares? Who, who would possibly care about that? Correct. And generally speaking, UEFA get accused of wanting money above everything else and yeah. they give so many tickets to corporates, they could easily sell out an 80,000 seater stadium. Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine Rangers against Interact at Wembley with 90 or, you know, 92,000, yeah. whatever Wembley takes? And 
a bean back. Well, I mean, you want it abroad. Let's not let's well, not be yeah, crazy. I'm not saying that because I know the uh, you know the capacity mm-hmm. of Wembley. The Stade de France, where the Champions League final is, uh, you know, any of the the new camp mm-hmm. up the road at the new camp, ninety eight thousand, you would fill it no problem at all. But for reasons known only to UEFA, mainly to do with preserving yeah. that, those crown jewels of the Champions League. They want the Europa League in a smaller stadium And it, it, it's so unfair One of the, the fans. occupational hazards of this job Marvin I feel like I, I'm getting good at at least trying to see everyone's opinion or, or, or different point of view I just don't get that I don't think there will be any fan anywhere Or anyone in Europe who goes Oh I'm not, I'm not sure I'm happy that the Europa League final has got A similar amount of tickets to the Champions League final What difference would that make? I totally agree I totally agree with both of you But when have you ever done anything for the fans? (laughs) Let's be honest That's the first problem there You know, As Roger said there It should be in a a bigger stadium It's so unfair that these amount of fans I think it was at 9,500 each team got for their fans You know, for one of the biggest games You know, in probably living history For people like David It just doesn't make any sense to me I'm so delighted that the fans are going across there. You know, we spoke to Stephen earlier and he was in the fan zone and has found some different clubs from both clubs rather, you know, Mm -hmm. in and amongst each other and having a few drinks and having a bit of banter. Because that's what football's about at the end of the day. You know, you see far too much of all this other stuff. It's about people going across there, behaving, all these trips. David will be able to tell his kids and his grandchildren about this one day. And that's, for me, the memories Mm -hmm. that these people are going to make and meeting probably friends for life along the way as well. Absolutely fantastic. David, who would have thought? It seems like there's only really one debate about the team tomorrow Maybe two If you want to stretch it out But you know It's Kimar Roof Does he play or does he not What's your own take on it uh, I would if, if he start I would play him I would start him And get see what he can get out of him And then I know it's Unfair And maybe Scott Wright For the semi-final But I would definitely Go with Roof yeah, you, can, you can see the logic in that Rather than You know If it is a risk If you don't know If he's 100% You know What happens You put him on with 30 minutes to go Then the game goes to extra time And you know, then he breaks down anyway Or are you as well doing as David says And, and just trying it from the start? Yeah, for me personally That's that's the way I'll go about it But you know, I totally understand Kind of the other view on it But you could be 2-0 down by the time You know, it's his time to come on So I think if you can get him out there Get ahead And possibly if he needs to come off Then bring him off But there's no point if you're 2-3-0 down Thinking, oh, Ruth can play 30 mm. minutes now It doesn't make much sense go, to me Gordon, go, go Don't ask him about substituting <laughs> And injured players this is a man who sent on a 39-year-old goalkeeper with 15 minutes to go on Sunday and then saw a defender limp off and finish with 10 men. <laughs> ask, wanted, ask me those questions, not him. We wouldn't have be to score, that was why. Do you know what this is? This is the footballing equivalent of the last day at school when the teacher wheels the TV in and anything goes. You're wearing what you want, you're playing board games. That's what that's what he and David Martindale did at the weekend. Well, if you, uh, Tie round the head. At one stage, the, the camera panned around to the dugout and they were playing Kerplunk. <laughs> I thought you were going to sub yourself on just to prove <laughs> you still... Weren't that desperate. Uh, uh, um, David You'll have had a A long trip over And I'm sure you've all been Debating it Is everyone confident Or is that Old Scottish thing Of fearing the worst Starting to creep in no, I must say It's probably the first time At all four years I'm probably confident That This is probably the best chance I've ever had The last time I was lucky enough To go to Manchester But I Probably didn't think We were going to win it But I think this time real, Realistically We've really got a chance To do go and do it Roger, I think it was before the the semi-final at 1-0 down coming back. We were talking about it in the show that there's something about this European run that the Rangers fans were genuinely more confident at overturning a 1-0 deficit against Leipzig than they would be going into a run-of-the-mill league game against 
St Mirren Or Ross County Or, or Livingston For that matter It It just it, it sort of feels different It's bonkers It's like nothing You've ever known Tomorrow Tomorrow is Rangers 19th European game This season Gordon That's half a season That is half a season In the league And they're playing European games Think back to Alashkert Alashkert seems so far away I actually had to look and check who'd scored the goal And what actually happened Over the two legs of the qualifier It's been an incredible journey When Giovanni van Bronckhorst Took over from Steven Gerrard He needed to beat Sparta Prague Just to get out the groups And managed to do that And then the momentum's built From that incredible win in Dortmund And with the momentum building The belief is built mm-hmm. Among the fans and you can see that the belief is built among the players as well Because they've been behind against Braga They've been behind against Leipzig And they've just shrugged it off They've come back to Ibrox And they've won the two games And it's almost as if the supporters Knew they were going to win the two games Before they played There was such levels of confidence And you know Frankfurt are a very good side They've won away at West Ham They've won away at Barcelona They cannot be underestimated But equally They don't send Tremors of terror down your spine Alright, enjoy it David and the guys In the convoy from Paisley Left East Bride Going through Bordeaux This is just incredible Thank you to the guys again uh, Let's go back live to Seville And speak to Gabriel A reporter who has been out and about Gabriel I don't expect you to have counted I don't know exactly how many fans are there But it will be a lot Describe what the feeling's been like Across the city today yeah, thanks, Gordon. Well, there's certainly question marks over the size of the stadium, but there's no doubt this magnificent ancient city is fit to host a game of the magnitude of this one. Now, we spent the day walking around the town, taking in the sights and speaking to plenty of fans because there's plenty here already. We were down in the official UEFA fan zone, which is at the Plaza de España, which is the main square in the city, and it really encapsulates Seville, got a river flowing through it, and it's so picturesque. It gave fans an opportunity to taste what playing in the final would be like. Little five-a-side pitches, uh, beat the goalie, uh, opportunities to pose with the trophy. The fan zone itself wasn't overly busy, but it was a nice mix of Scottish and German supporters all getting along well uh, as they have been spread all over the city today. Plenty more fans expected tomorrow and the dedication of Rangers fans is unquestionable. 100,000 we're expecting here in Seville and they've come from all over the world. Yesterday, we spoke to people travelling from Japan, Hong Kong and Australia. Today, I chatted with Scott and Jimmy from Canada, two huge Super Scoreboard fans who just could not miss this. So we left Toronto the other night, uh, flew into Lisbon, then drove from Lisbon to Seville, and here we are. It was a long day because the time change and stuff all the way from Canada, but we ran out the beer at the airport, got here, now we're happy to start the celebration and watch our team win. So I lived in Scotland until I was 10. Uh, moved to here when I was from Irvine. And now I've been in Canada ever since. Huge Rangers supporters. We go to the Ibrox Exiles in Hamilton. That's our Rangers supporters club. And we always said we made a pact. If Rangers ever went to a, a final, we were going to do this. And five of us have done it. The day that on the semifinal, we had a laptop at the club. Opened up the laptop. And we booked uh, the flights right there. Like, we had no tickets, no nothing, but we just did it. Uh, miraculously, and a lot of money. We have tickets. We're here we have a place team. to stay. We have flights, and here we are. We have tickets. That's good. That's someone Gabriel spoke to. Now, let's see if we can get any of them on the phone. Uh, all of a sudden, my minibus journey to Wales to watch Motherwell in the qualifiers a few years ago doesn't seem quite as long. Uh, Gabriel, there'll be loads of stories like that, I'm sure. 
Yeah, so many people we spoke to today had brilliant stories, Frankfurt fans as well, but especially Rangers fans. Uh, one thing that I've got to say, Gordon, is the heat. We had uh, the caller earlier, Stephen, said it was still 34 degrees here right now at about 20 to 8, and he's not wrong. The peak temperature today was 39 degrees at 4 o'clock, and I genuinely think it's the hottest place that I've ever been. It'll be the case for thousands of Rangers fans. You walk outside and you're hit with a wave of warmth. There's got no coastal breeze that, that you might get in the Costa Brava or down in the Algarve and it's expected to be exactly the same tomorrow so when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst told the fan base to enjoy the game safely uh, he would have been as well telling them to put loads of sun cream on drink plenty of water and it might sound boring but it's just as important I honestly cannot emphasise how warm it is here in Seville but as you know supporters Keep on braving the boiling temperatures in the south of Spain, even without tickets. Only a few people we did speak to have those lucky tickets. And with only 10,000 allocated for the club, there are plenty of fans, such as Scott, Tony and Max, who are still on the lookout for any spares. It doesn't feel real yet. Uh, I'm absolutely buzzing, but like, I think tomorrow's the day when it's all going to come together, honestly. I going to wrap this up soon, I'm roasting, honestly. That's the boiling here. <laughs> At the moment, we're booked to go to the... Cartusia, they're voting for the fans, so we've got tickets in there just in case I fall back, but um, MD Watchin's got tickets, Aggie's a shout. <laughs> surprisingly very confident. Actually surprisingly that, very confident. That's the danger compared to the other rounds. I think the other rounds went in, underdogs suited us. I think we're probably slight favourites, edges in this game. Um, and I don't know, I'm confident we'll do it, but we'll see how the game turns out. Not cautiously, fully optimistic, I think we're going to win it. 5-0, easy. Even in Clyde Bank The longest trouser that Gabriel owns Is about shin long If you can imagine that So it'll be interesting to see What type of attire he's got out there In the heat of Seville But it's not just Rangers fans Gabriel I'm sure Lots of Frankfurt fans as well That's the beauty of this We're focused on fans from Glasgow and so on But but they've been famed for Travelling in numbers throughout this tournament Haven't they? Yeah, they certainly have been. It must be said that there's certainly more blue, white and red at the moment than there is black and white of Frankfurt. Around 50,000 of them are expected to make the trip south from Central Europe. And I I spoke to plenty uh, of Eintracht fans today. They're a really nice bunch of supporters, as all German supporters do tend to be. And they were getting on really well with Rangers fans. Uh, They are confident. Every single fan that I spoke to said that they will win. I mean, why not? As Roger touched on earlier, they beat Barcelona in the quarterfinals. They knocked out West Ham, the mighty of the Premier League in the semis. They actually won here in Seville back in March. They beat Real Betis 2-1. They clearly feed off the massive backing that they receive from their supporters. Uh, And as I said, they travel in their numbers. We spoke to several today and Fabian was one of those. And even though he is confident his side will win, he was full of praise for the dedication of Rangers supporters. Very excited uh, and we hope we will win the match tomorrow. Uh, after the journey to Barcelona, I think everything is possible. The emotions for the European League was so big in Frankfurt. Uh, just as I said, uh, everything is possible. Yeah, yeah, many Rangers fans. I have a lot of respect uh, because the last journeys, they are always only many uh, Frankfurt uh, supporters. And now here, many uh, Glasgow supporters, but they are very friendly and I hope we have a good time together. I think uh, the important thing is that we have a good, uh, good party together and have a friendly match and, and all enjoy the good time here. Thank you to Gabriel, 01419511025. We're going to speak to Daryl, who's from Falkirk, but is, wait for it, lying by the pool at a rooftop 
Bar listening to Super Scoreboard I don't even know if I want to take this guy's call It's just going to make me sick We'll do that after the break But first of all I need to remind you of this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Four days to go Yes, squeaky bum time on Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals As you heard, there are four full days left One person is going to win over £36,250 in tax-free cash Plus we've got £250 for each goal Rangers score Both tomorrow and in Saturday's Scottish Cup final So think about that That £36,250 at the moment Should Rangers score tomorrow or at the weekend Which they probably will on the balance of things that number will be higher. Just think how good the summer is going to be if that gets paid into your bank account. Now, it's at that stage. Don't think, oh, I'll enter later. That That's not going to wash. If you miss the boat on this, you'll kick yourself forever. So it's just one text. Text GOAL to 61025. G-O-A-L to 61025. It is £2 plus your standard message rate over 18s only. And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com Lines close Saturday at 6pm the 21st of May so for your chance to be our winner at the end of the season text GOAL to 61025 Daryl from the pool is coming next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard At this time tomorrow we will be fast approaching kickoff in Seville Eintracht Frankfurt against Rangers 8 o'clock tomorrow uh, and by this time all the pre-match talking will be done But not quite yet We've got a bit more pre-match talking left in us So let's bring in Daryl Who's from Falkirk But is about to make us sick Because he's lying at the pool in Seville How's it going Daryl? Stupid question Hi Gordon, how are you doing? Right. Not as good as you Listen, I wish you were as good as me as well We're living it up here <laughs> How many of you are there? There's six of us here How did you get there? We got well. Uh, <laughs> there's a few of us through flew from uh, Midland, some through from uh, Bristol. Brilliant, honestly. What this guy's just living the dream. The rest are still in uh, camper vans in Bordeaux, sweating themselves, and that uh, Daryl's just kicking back. The six of them lying by the. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Get there in advance. Although saying, time. saying that, I saw someone on my Instagram. I just tried to message him there. They took a private jet out there today. Oh, yeah, Roger. I know the standards have gone up. So he knows. People that that you have private jets? No, you, no, 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 no. Come on. I said he was on a private jet. I'm not saying it's his, but I'm just saying the standards have gone up. So I've messaged him and said, so it's, not, "It's not the Levy Gaffer, is it?" <laughs> no, nah, he's going tomorrow. And <laughs> oh, the camper and the, the the white transit van. Yeah, Stretch is driving it. <laughs> Daryl, what about the game itself? Have you even thought about it yet, or is he just soaking in the atmosphere so far? Now, listen. Before the game, I'm going to give you a story. Go for it. The people in the car from Bordeaux, we know them. Matt, oh, he's travelling from Glasgow We know him, we work with that guy He's travelling from Bordeaux over to Savoli uh, <laughs> Cell So we know who he is So shout out to Big Max How is this happening? This is football's version of the cannonball run I don't, yeah I, I mean, everybody is connected Everybody's listening Everybody Brilliant. knows who each other are <laughs> Incredible Well, you'll be delighted now this guy You've just given him a shout out in Bordeaux from Seville um, What about the football then, Daryl? Confident? Yeah, we've got, you've got to be confident We've got the two The higher level teams in Germany So we've got to be confident for the final It'll be a, a tough task that, But you've got to fancy us in um, European standards When we've performed so well I can't think of a more Obvious Confidence builder Roger than that You know, when you get to European competition 
Sometimes it's it's quite hard to pitch one team against the other um, And I'm not saying it's this simple Of course it's not Because Frankfurt are in the final And the other two aren't But if you've knocked out two teams That are considerably higher than Frankfurt In their domestic league Surely it's at least a good platform for belief and confidence well, Of course it is And one of the corners described it earlier on as a 50-50 And I think that's fair And that's good odds Because I remember Manchester The build up to Manchester Rangers If you remember Were terrifically organised Terrific defensive unit Hardly lost a goal on the way to the final But scoring goals was a problem And you always wondered Against a Zenit team that had Andre Arshavin And they had you know the Russian... International strikers and so so many good players. Rangers were you know underdogs. Go back to Seville with Celtic and Porto. This was the birth of Jose Mourinho's fantastic Porto team that would win the Champions League twelve months later. They were big favourites as well, even against Larson and Sutton mm. and Hartson etc etc. This time the Scottish side are slight underdogs at the bookies, but only slight underdogs, Gordon. And given everything that's been achieved in Europe this season, the Rangers fans believe. The Rangers manager believes And I think the Rangers players believe What does the neutral venue Do to your belief in Rangers Marvin Now It might be quite hard to believe Because Rangers have done so well Overall in getting here But of all their games in Europe this season They've only won once away from Ibrox Now The once was quite a good one It was, yeah. <laughs> it was in Dortmund So that, that'll do wonders for your confidence But Ibrox has been key It's been really key to getting here What what difference will, will there be tomorrow? Well, it most definitely has been key for them. But I think the manager will be saying to them, let's make this the second time, you know, we've won away from Ibrox then. That, that's all it's about, you know, they're not going to be looking at it. They've got 9,500 fans. Frankfurt's the same. So it's not like you're actually going away to somebody mm-hmm. else's ground yeah. and they've got 90% of the stadium. Um, they'll be confident going into tomorrow. But I think Gio and the players would prefer being the underdogs. I know it's only slightly with the bookies. But again, motivationally, you can use that with the players. Say, you know, they don't have us as the favourites. We're the underdogs again. Let's go and prove people wrong. And I think, you know, Rangers are sitting in the perfect place, if I'm honest. You know, I don't want to jinx it, but I think they're fit, sitting in the perfect place to go on and win this. You agree with that, Daryl? You know, not having the Ibrox factor, is that something that worries you? It's difficult with, without the, the Ibrox crowd behind us, but I definitely believe that we can go on and win it. But anything can happen. It's a nine-minute game, but I fancy us strongly, so hopefully we can do the business. Brilliant. Who else is there then? Go and give them a mention. Yeah, we've got Ellis, uh, Stevie, and the troops for England. We're Lee and Gordon. Ian, sorry. Ian, sorry. <laughs> names. Doesn't even know their names, Roger Hanna. Very, do you know what? Very well behaved. That sounds like a civilized pool. I was expecting something about rowdy. I wouldn't make too much of knowing names. Gordon Dale always get through years in here without knowing a lot of people's names. That's true. Darrell, listen, enjoy your trip. Thanks for calling. No, just Gordon. Right, so honestly, I thought Marvin was going to join in there. Honestly, that was Daryl, etc. From the poolside in Seville, and would you look at that? What a quick show this has been already, because it is that time of the night. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. Now, don't worry, listeners, because I know you will be. You'll be worried about Marvin Bartley. He's been joining us in recent months and he's been working his way around he's on quite often with Simon Donnelly on here he's been on with Hugh Keevans many times you've even had the the pleasure of Gordon DL's company and I believe this is the first time you've even met Roger Hanna indeed now I tried to warn him listeners in the office that he is in the presence of Beat the Pundit royalty 
in Roger Hanna So either you're in for an education Or it's you that's going to play And the pressure is really, really on More than ever before <laughs> That's okay. fine, that's fine, I'm, I'm up for that Right, now is the time to call 0141-951-1025 Lines close at 7 So if you want to play Beat the Pundit next Now is the time to call Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Roger Hanna are here It has been quite the opening to the show We've been hearing from people who are driving through France Then the people in the car behind hear it and decide to phone in And so on Then someone phones from the poolside in Seville and says Oh by the way, see the guy in the car in Bordeaux I know him Look, it's been that sort of show Um, I'm still on the lookout for someone that's actually got tickets to the match By the way That might seem like a strange request But I'm not sure we've heard of any yet Producer Chris, can you remember? I feel like everyone we've had has been going to fan zones and so on So let's see what we can do Let's dig a bit deeper And pick up that phone 01419511025 And whilst you get your calls in We'll play this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The ScottishSun.co.uk Slash football Okay, Beat the Pundit time I've got Marvin Bartley well warned He's he's doing alright He's he's improving He's got a decent record But he is in the presence of the all-time great on Beat the Pundit It's Roger Hanna A man so good that he starts on minus one An accolade that Marvin Bartley can only dream of uh, Did I tell you we got the league table in though? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the man who does the, the stats for us Black Arthur He sent the the league table a couple of days ago And you'll be you, I think you'll be pretty pleased with your your place, I think you were about sort of third or fourth, maybe sort of. Out of how many? Uh, like maybe nine, something mm, like that. No, I need to be higher. I mean, you're not getting to him or Halliday, yeah. so I think that's. Oh, it's Halliday up there as oh, well. Absolutely. He's played more games. That's just the way it works, right? Anyway, let's bring in tonight's contestant, who's Liam and Paisley. How's it going, Liam? Not too bad, yeah. Yeah, not bad, thanks. Have you ever played before? Ah, uh, no, no. Now, is it, there's no point in me asking on a Tuesday who you'd rather play because no one wants to play Roger Hanna, do they? Nah, I don't think so Quite right Heads it will be Roger wow. Hanna Tails it will be Marvin Bartley Would you look at that Get that on your iPhone It's Tails again Whoa. Marvin Bartley You are up Don't bottle it Just because Roger's watching you Alright Yeah look I'll out. be fine No you won't be Get that hoodie off Because you're sweating <laughs> And it's making me uncomfortable You look like the guy In the camper van Is driving through Bordeaux um, I'm going to give Marvin Some Clyde 2 Liam so that he can't hear us We'll put 30 seconds on the clock And it's, it's pretty simple Just answer as many questions as you can And you're welcome to pass And move on if you don't know Okay Sounds good Right sounds good 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Name the only Rangers player From the 2008 final Who's currently managing in Scotland Oh pass Who's Celtic's top scoring January transfer window signing this season uh, Mark Riley Name the most recent permanent Celtic manager to last less than a full season in charge. Tony Mowbray. Which side will St Johnson face in the Premiership playoff? Oh, Inverness. Who became the longest serving player in the Premiership now that Andy Considine has left Aberdeen? Cal McGregor. They were tough tonight, Liam, by the way. They were tough. Let me bring back Marvin Bartley. Marvin, can you hear us? I can indeed. The producers are panicking. Big time Why? And it, it's reflected in the questions So we've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday Of the 
the season left really For the two hour show For Beat the Pundit And there's only one signed ball left In this building <laughs> Hugh Keevans Lost on a tiebreaker last night no, So what they've done No, no pressure no. <laughs> Is they've just made the questions really hard But that, that only works if If the, the Pundit well, gets them right Yeah I'm So they are tough tonight You ready? Right, I got this Let's right, go 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts Now Oh if, it pre- if the button works Name the only Rangers player From the 2008 final UEFA Cup Who's currently managing in Scotland Van Bronckhorst Who's Celtic's top scoring January signing This season Kyogo Name the most recent Permanent Celtic manager To last less than a full season in charge Pass Which side will St Johnson face In the Premiership playoff Inverness Who became the longest serving player In the Premiership Now that Andy Considine Has left Aberdeen Gordon Oh nah Ah uh, oh, no what I said Gordon <laughs> Why are you making that noise Because you should have got it Anyway Liam How do you think that went uh, I don't know <laughs> uh, Right they were tough they were, they were really tough Name the only Rangers player From the 08 final Who's currently managing in Scotland Kevin Thompson Kevin Thompson oh. Kelty I'm surprised that you both here Kyogo didn't sign in January Come on Marvin oh, I'm miles off it No um, Liam said Mata Riley oh. It's Maeda Oh of course yeah, in Maeda yeah. so It's 0-0 After two questions They were tough tonight I'll give you that um, The most recent Permanent Celtic manager To last less than A full season in charge Was Tony Mowbray Liam got it Goes 1-0 in front Well done Liam You both knew That St Johnston Will face Inverness So that means It's 2-1 oh, I've lost To Liam uh, Yeah pretty much Yeah I've lost There they are Spoiler <laughs> I thought you would have Got this Wait is it Louis Stevenson? It is. That's so poor. I know. I'm. I am disappointed in you for that. Oh. So now that Andy Considine's left, who's the longest-serving player in the Premiership? Liam said Callum McGregor got it wrong. It's your man, Stevenson. Yeah, it's Louis, Louis Stevenson. Big Hibs fan, former teammate, good guy, all-round good guy. But I wanted to give the ball away. So let's see what you guys do next week. Do you notice that producer Callum, who's actually not on the show tonight, he's just text straight away. <laughs> he's not. Happy. Just, well, g- just give me a couple of minutes while you Gordon Hoyler text Lewis Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Liam. Not only have you won the signed <sighs> ball, you have the extra privilege of knowing that it was our last signed ball of the season. Well done. Happy Good man. <laughs> that was Liam and Paisley. Well done, Liam. Well done, Liam. Um, now we still need to play. So basically, whoever loses on the nights to follow, they need to buy the ball. That's the way it works. I mean, yeah. still nothing really changes. Oh, 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 oh. That's fair. Oh, oh, oh. 25 quid. Let's hope it's not Gordon Dale tomorrow. Yeah, he's not going to buy one, is he? No, you're bringing a golf ball out his bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, honestly. Does it feel, do you feel like that set you back? Because you were doing well. You had improved week on week on Beat the Pundit. I knew I was going to lose. I didn't have the nerves before. Didn't, the shenanigans that I normally have. I got too confident. And this is what I'm talking about, Rangers tomorrow. I better be in the underdog. That's what I mean. I went reality into this, check. Yeah, I went into this against Liam. He sounded like he was in the van, maybe stuck in traffic. And I thought, I'm going to beat this guy. I got one question right. Let I thought they were down. tough. They were tough Not tonight. for me. Not for me. I'm up there. Uh, well, evidently, <laughs> they were tough for you, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> anyway, 01419511025. Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB. Come on, I'm on the lookout for someone who's got tickets to the game. That is the aim tonight at Neil and Cumbernauld. Have you got them? Hello. Hi, Neil. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Good man. Have you got tickets? Yeah, I've got tickets. Oh, yes. Finally, we found one. So, <laughs> what's the plan? Have you found two? <laughs> are you over there already? Not yet. 
I'm sitting having a nice glass of wine and uh, some bolognese with my good wife <laughs> before oh, I go. <laughs> this sounds more civilised, Roger, than some mm-hmm. of the trips we've been hearing about. There was a five-man camper van sweatbox a minute ago in Bordeaux. This guy's getting a bit of, bit of wine, bit of bolognese, saying goodbye to the wife. I'll be back in six weeks. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know I'm going yet <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't know How much a ticket costs she's, ju- she's just found out Live on Super Scoreboard So that she can't get angry Because the, you know, the country is listening um, So what's the plan Where are you flying from to? Uh, we're flying from Prefect Tomorrow morning at 7.25 uh, Arriving in I think it's Javis Airport or something like uh, Near um, Seville Sevilla and then, oh, well, uh, do you know what It'll be as near to Sevilla's press Because to Glasgow That's the way these things Usually work isn't it um, yeah, yeah. That'll be great So And is that one of these Like sort of day trips Neil Or do you stay over No it's just um, We fly back uh, The next morning At 6 o'clock in the morning Brilliant <laughs> so, <laughs> so straight, straight back again So no baggage Just a, a, tooth, a toothbrush And a passport That's it <laughs> Roger that's efficient That's efficient travelling I like it It is And listen Marvin made a really good point Earlier on You know the Rangers fans like Neil This is Something that they will look back on in years to come They'll tell the kids, they'll tell the grandkids I was there in Seville in 2022 And Rangers played Eintracht Because you just never know If, when Rangers will be back In another European mm. final And I think Neil Land 99,999 Had to be there uh, Neil, yeah, how does it feel to Be on the eve of this You know, Given some of the, the not so good times Your club faced not that long ago Fantastic, absolutely fantastic I was there in Manchester uh, I managed to get a ticket at the last minute in Manchester uh, My son never got one And I said to him, look, if we get tickets this time uh, You're going and I'll stay home And uh, one of my customers came up Trump's He phoned me on Sunday afternoon He says, I've got a ticket for you And I goes, well, I'm just going to give it to my son and he goes, well, I've got one for you as well <laughs> Two complimentary tickets Costing us oh. nothing So my son's paying for the flights <laughs> oh, Magnificent <laughs> What well, result that is Bearing in mind Neil's, li- Neil's wife is listening to this Yeah Check the, that, check the bank statement yeah. His wife No honestly they were free <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't cost us a penny um, Marvin Go on then You've had a tough night On Beat the Pundit So I'll boost your confidence a little bit When you were part of A Hibs team that was in the championship With Rangers not that long ago mm-hmm. uh, Part of a Hibs team that beat Rangers In a Scottish Cup final not that long ago it's crazy to think that you know. Well, so that would be where are we? Six years on from the from the cup yeah, final. That yeah. this is a cup final of a very different sort. It's unbelievable. It really, really is. And and I keep saying it, and I keep kind of banging the drum about it about Scottish football and and how far it's came in such a short space of time. And we're not respected, you know, around the world. We're really, really not. People say it's a pub league and all these other things. And we've got Rangers going to a cup final potentially to win it, and we could have two teams in the Champions League next season. Now, that for me is. Absolutely unbelievable. When we talk about growing our game globally, that will do just that. So not only have the Rangers players got the pressures from themselves, from within, you know, from their fans, they've got the rest of the nation also relying on them because we need them to grow our game. But I really think they can do it. And listen, Neil, it sounds like you're going to have a perfect trip tomorrow, mate. Um, absolutely fantastic. And I'm delighted for you. You sound delighted that you're absolutely going. So no, it should be a great, great trip. You fancy a victory, Neil, once you get there? Oh, definitely. Definitely. 3-1. 3-1. All <laughs> What is it about this team... And you know what, it's not only this team under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Now I know that previous seasons you didn't get this far But there, you know, there have been some good nights in Europe More good than bad, certainly So what is it about this team that works so well in Europe? I think it, it changes things when things are going not right Or you know, a, bit, or a bit wry and I'll say, right, okay, change around us Or he gets an injury and he brings on the, the perfect person to fill that space And, and uh, they go on to win games And it's, you know, where the goals are coming from are everywhere 
So, I mean, the Frankfurt must be going, who do we mark? <laughs> who do we mark? You know? So, um, you know, they, they just, just go from strength to strength. And uh, well, I'm hoping they'll, they'll win uh, easily, but uh, I think it'll be a tough game. Um, it, it's basically a good final um, against the Germans again. So hopefully we can take the third one. And I think if we beat these ones, uh, we get to keep the Germans, don't we? <laughs> well, it certainly looks that way. I mean, Roger, I wonder if that is the difference. You can't, this shouldn't be used as an opportunity to put down what Steven Gerrard achieved in Europe because he obviously built a lot of these foundations, yeah. got this team experienced in Europe, um, brought, well, yeah, pretty much all of this team together. I wonder if the next step was that t- flexibility that Giovanni van Bronckhurst has brought. Steven Gerrard sort of was quite rigid in it and it, it was it was good and it was successful, obviously, last season domestically as well. But the, it seems like the key to Rangers progressing through all these knockout stages has been having to adapt as they go. Yeah, and, and and they've adapted well and it's interesting the first few weeks under Giovanni, I think you saw Tavernier and Barisic or Tavernier and Bassi, whoever it was, and they did sit a little bit deeper, noticeably deeper than they had done under Stephen Gerrard. And I think once Giovanni came in and, and saw the strengths and weaknesses of the group, he let them go, he let them off the leash the two fullbacks again. And to cover that Sometimes John Lundstrom drops back into a back three With Goldson and whoever the other centre-back is There is more flexibility There is more fluidity Actually I think that might mitigate against Kemar Roof starting tomorrow night Because if you've got Joe Aribo in that false nine role You could start as a sort of you know 4-3-3 But that can become three at the back And then Aribo can drop closer to, to Jack and Kamara if Lundstrom goes in between the two centre halves and you know Wright and Kent rather than wingers can tuck in and it, it is more fluid, it is more flexible. I think he likes that tactical flexibility about the group of players and he has changed it from Stephen Gerrard. Nobody's saying Rangers wouldn't have got to the final had Stephen Gerrard you know still been in charge. They might well have done, but I think the way Giovanni has been able to tinker with things during games. In the European run Has been something that's You know Worth commending Yeah no I, I totally totally agree And I You know Just to touch on I think the togetherness That this Rangers team have And to give an example of it You know You've got Tavernier and Lundstrom Who were both written off At some points during the season You know By by the, kind of the supporters I think when you're you're a player and James Tavernier talks about how together this dressing room is it's one thing to say that but I think when you see the turnaround that those two players have had you know after the pressures that were put on them Lundstrom was told you know basically he wasn't good enough you know why is he playing they're two shoehorns now in, in, in for tomorrow's game I think you know when you've got teammates who, who have your back and now the fans are with them as well I think it makes such a big difference and you talk about quality players but I think when you've got that togetherness you have a chance against anyone and Rangers have shown that so many times in Europe this season Neil do you know what I love about your call I can sense your enthusiasm your joy your delight at being able to go so go on just finish off tell us again what it means to you to have the chance well, to, to go with my son as well is brilliant you know um, he's 35 I'm 65 so uh, we, we have some good time together we've not been to a, a way game together so that means a lot to us. I mean, I, um, he runs a gymnastic club and I was picking my daughter, uh, my granddaughter up from the gymnastic club. So I was getting her into super scoreboard on the way home. So we, Katie, <laughs> we, Katie was loving it. Brilliant. Katie, <laughs> what's Brilliant. your son's name? <laughs> Richard. Katie, Richard, Neil. Hope everyone has a wonderful few days. Thanks for getting in touch. Thank you. Good man. That was Neil and Cumbernauld. I like Neil. Class. It just sounds good, doesn't it? It makes you smile, doesn't it? Those stories genuinely... I'm a grumpy guy as well, but these stories are are re- really, really made me smile. Like that one, you know, going with his son, don't go to a lot of away games, going mm. to the final, brilliant. I, w- I was in this stadium watching Rangers in 2008, Champions League game, match day mm. six. Rangers already out, Seville were already through. Seville won 1-0, terrible game, penalty kick they scored. 
You know who was sat along from me? Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz Do you know what's really, really bad about this? No I thought you were going to say Hugh Keevan I was going to say no You've just taken it You've just taken it to the next level Tom Cruise Second most famous man I've been to the football with After Gordon Dale Why were they there? I think they were filming in the area Katie Holmes was there as well They seemed to be filming for one of his Many films in the Seville area And they were guests of Seville at the game They were sat in the posh seats Just along from the from the press box that night Watching the game Brilliant So what? that's the season after Manchester? The that group stages up Yes the groups No no, no that that's not be right, right Because the, the season after was No no it was Because they didn't win the league No I think they get um, Do Rangers not get knocked out Of the Champions League And go in Drop into the Ah yes Thing me Dynamo Is that right Unless no. I'm getting my years wrong Unless it was a year After no, no. that you really sure it was late 2008 I, I'm just splitting hairs Andy Halliday will know He'll be shouting at his radio He knows everything about that period Right Um Thank you again uh, To Neil on the line We're going to speak to Reese Very soon Indeed let me run this past you Clyde One European football coverage With Moyer and Sweeney litigation A multi-award winning law firm With a name you can trust A couple of good prizes on offer for you here A 58 inch Samsung 4K TV And an Amazon Echo show You'll be kitted out Thanks to Moyer and Sweeney litigation They are our sponsors of European football coverage And they are a multi-award winning law firm Offering high quality discreet legal service Right across the legal spectrum We're talking personal injury Road traffic offences Criminal defence Family law The full shooting match So go to Clyde1.com You can find out more And that's where you enter As well For the chance to win The 58 inch Samsung TV And the Amazon Echo Show So thanks again To Moira and Sweeney Litigation Our sponsors Of European football coverage And we're going to speak To Reese In Cumbernauld Who's got some thoughts On the team Tomorrow We'll speak to him next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Marvin Bartley are here It's the first time these two have been put on the show together And uh, Marvin Bartley found out the hard way On Beat the Pundit When under pressure <laughs> he lost However, you didn't think ahead did you? It means that for the next half hour on the full time teaser you can just take a seat He'll exactly have that. these answers Rhymed <laughs> off Within two minutes I'm not so sure Now usually what happens On a Tuesday Is I have to dig out A really tough question oh. To test this guy um, And Gordon DL Just you know Kind of chips in When he can um, But I'm actually not Convinced this is that hard So it's, it's the end of the season I feel like going easy on you Especially because The beat the pundit questions Have been so hard uh, So I'll go easy on you Since 2008 uh, thanks to David Redhead for sending it in, by the way. Um, since 2008, since the UEFA Cup final, can you name the nine players who've scored more than three goals for Rangers in Europe? Now, it includes qualifiers, but it excludes friendlies. Of course, it excludes friendlies. So, since the 2008 final, nine players have scored more than three European goals for Rangers. Can you name them? So, like Tavernier Like Tavernier Oh this is easy <laughs> Let's see if you can get them Without getting any wrong then Yeah Alfredo Morelos Alfredo Morelos This is easy You want me to go again? Kenny Miller Not that easy Aye <laughs> Ryan Kent Yep 
Kenny Miller Kenny Miller's got two Anyway we'll leave it there So since the 2008 final We're looking for nine players Who've scored more than three European goals for Rangers Tavernier, Morelos, Kent You're seeing a bit of a theme here As to how to go about this question um, It's fulltime at Clyde1.com If you, like David Redhead Want to send a question in Roger, the, well, many things that are beautiful about this show But as soon as we're a bit unsure about something Or we can't quite recall a date or whatever The listeners just get it like that yeah. Always Nizzy and others are on the season after we went to Manchester, we got knocked out by Kaunas, Kaunas yeah. Romanov's team. Of course, it was the season after that one we were awful. Defeats to Seville ah. and Unarea. Remember yeah. them? Unarea, ours at um, And a defeat to Stuttgart, all three at Ibrooks. So there we go. Update that, will you, for next week's? I knew that. I knew that. Um, right, let's go to Reese, who's in Cumbernauld. What about the team tomorrow, Reese? What's your your early thoughts? Well, my thoughts are there's nine nine or so players that are. Certain to start Aribo Is probably one of them Scott Wright Or whoever's going to be On the right hand side Ramsey That's where there, there isn't A guaranteed starter So that's why I'd have Roof Up front And Aribo on the right Because there's nobody On the right That's made a big enough Impression I think Since Roof's been out To guarantee a start For tomorrow So I'd have Aribo on the right And Roof up front What do you make of that? Yeah It's a possibility well, hinges on Roof really Doesn't yeah, it then? Yeah it, it definitely does Again, it's such a tough one, you know. Like you said, obviously Scott Wright playing in the in the semi final. Does he get the chance to go again? Um, do you feel that kind of loyalty towards him because you know the team did so well in, in the last round? It, it's so difficult, you know. There's so many players that could potentially go out there, but I think you know one thing. But we're probably not taking um, in, into our thoughts is probably how he wants to set up against them. So if they've got a player down that side, he's going to cause trouble. And you know, Roger spoke about it earlier that with James Tavernier being able to bomb on. You have someone more defensive minded on that side. So there's so many players that can go out there. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Rebo out there if I'm, mm. if I'm perfectly honest. Roger, with it's a difficult one because these guys played a big part in getting Rangers there. So we shouldn't really be overly critical. But I think over the piece, you know, in the Rangers career careers, it would be safe to say that neither Scott Wright nor Fashion Sakala are sort of nailed on starters no. who've regularly contributed, you know, to the starting eleven. In fact, I'm trying to word this without being unfair If you'd said to the Rangers fans at the start of the season A, you'll get to a Europa League final And B, Scott Wright might be a sort of automatic pick to play in it well, I'm not sure they would I'll, have believed you Never mind the start of the season At the end of January yeah. If you'd said to Rangers fans Listen boys, you're getting to the Europa League final Now the Saturday before the Europa League final The manager's going to play all the kids at Tynecastle And Aaron Ramsey's going to play with the kids <laughs> And they're going to rest Scott Wright and Fashion Sakala So that they're ready for the final in Seville on the Wednesday night um, people would have thought you were being silly But listen, that's where Rangers are at the minute And it's team selections like that that have got them there Scott Wright started the semi-final second leg against Leipzig um, When guys have been asked to step up to the plate They have done so I've often said in the show You need your big players to perform And you do You need Tavernier You need Goldson You need Kent You need Lundstrom stepped up to the plate recently but you actually need everybody round about You know, look at the performances Rangers have had from Calvin Bassey In Europe this season Exceeding anything that you would have expected from him um, Glenn Kamara stepped up with that goal Against Leipzig in the semi-final Scott Wright has stepped up, scored in Leon. So these guys have all played their part It's been very much a team effort Yes, the captain quite rightly has taken the headlines You know, any right back that's top scorer In the European competition Is going to take the headline, headlines But I think all the Rangers supporters would tell you it's been a great team effort and whichever team 
Giovanni Van Bronckhurst picks before 8 o'clock tomorrow night, those fans will believe they can bring back the Europa League trophy. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally agree with that. I mean, you know, he's gained the trust of absolutely everyone. You know, if there's any Rangers fans who are in doubt um, about him tactically, you know, those doubts are, are long gone right now. And whoever he puts out there, you know, those players have a full belief in themselves that they can win the game. Obviously, Joe will have that belief, but so will the fans. And you know, the fans have seen some remarkable nights in Europe this season. And they're hoping that tomorrow night, you know, that, that's the icing on the cake for them. But, you know, Gio will have his, his thoughts and, and, and his coaching staff also. I think that team will already be picked, as we kind of touched on earlier on in the show. And whoever's on the right-hand side obviously deserves to be there. Yeah, I mean, Reese, what about the, the sort of fitness debate, if you like, or question mark over Kamar Roof? He's apparently, you know, he's fit, he's available. He trained yesterday. Is that enough for you, or do you have any doubts? Well, the way, the way Gio said it, and when he was talking earlier on, he said that he wasn't quite fit enough for the semi-final against Leipzig. Sounds to me like he was maybe fit enough for that and probably the game after. But they've just not risked him since so he's available for tomorrow. So I think he's actually been all right for a few weeks. And I think if you're ever going to risk a player, it needs to be tomorrow. I'm not sure, Roger, based on the fact that he didn't train. I would get the point you know, of wrapping people in cotton. We'll take Ryan Jack, for instance. I don't think anyone thought that he wouldn't make the final. Um, but you know he sat out the last couple of games and he picked up a knock. But Kamar Roof only trained yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I just can't see it I honestly cannot see it I think he, he's a good addition to the bench um, He'll strengthen the Rangers bench The Rangers bench could have The likes of Ramsey and Sakala And Diallo and Davis and Arfield on it It would be a strong bench I just think I've said it a couple of times in the show tonight I think Giovanni will go back To the side that beat Leipzig um, It gives him a bit of flexibility it allows him to have a look at what Frankfurt are doing early. He can drop Lundstrom into a back three. He can drop Aribo into a false nine or push him right up top and make him ask questions of, of the Frankfurt back three. It allows him to decide what he's going to do with Kent and Wright, whether they're out extremely wide, whether they're tucked in as number 10s. I just think he, mm. he likes that 11. How important is the captain going to be tomorrow, Reese? Oh, 100%. See, has a good game. Hang that makes a make a break. It's a make a break. It's up to him. If he has a good game, I think we'll win it. If he doesn't, I think that's where we'll lose it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Roger, it's going to be a great battle on that side. He's had a few. You know, we were supposed to see great battles in the previous rounds involving him, and we sort of came out on top on them all. Tomorrow could be another one. Yeah, um, really interesting words for James Tavernier in the paper today talking about these galloping Brazilian fullbacks that he used to watch, and nowadays. You get galloping fullbacks. You know, look at Trent Alexander Arnold and Andy Robertson at Liverpool. Look at Kel Walker and Joe Cancelo at Man City. Um, the fullback role nowadays is slightly different from the one fulfilled by Fraser Wishart for Motherwell many years ago, Gordon, <laughs> as I'm sure you recall. Um, and James Tavernier, time to be honest, <laughs> James Tavernier is showing he is a terrific exponent of this. Um, it cost two hundred thousand pounds, and a dealer also brought Martin Waghorn to Rangers. If he captains Rangers to a European trophy tomorrow night, it will go down as the best pound-for-pound pound deal in the history of the football club. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way of looking at it. Marvin, like the penalty thing is probably overplayed at times. Of course, he, he we've seen him take a lot of penalties. <laughs> but he scores two-yard tap-ins, which just shows you that's all you need to know about the role that he... Fulfills. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, his mentality as a fullback is he wants to be an attacking fullback. And we saw when Gio first came in and he wanted the four to stay as a four. I think he had to see just how good James was going forward. 
You know, I think he had his own style and philosophy coming into Rangers Football Club, how he wanted to play. But if you take Tavernier, if you stop him going forward, you take away a hell of a part of his game. Um, you know, like you said, if you've seen him arrive late in the box and score from two yards, that's your right back. But you need to let him do that. I think Leipzig in the maybe the first 60 minutes of the first game, he's a lot more concentrated on defending. I think when he began to go forward, Rangers came back into the game a little bit more. So I think, you know, as Reese says there, he's absolutely vital to Rangers tomorrow because he comes from so deep. You know, you're relying on a winger to track a, a fullback and we all know that wingers don't like to defend. And I think that's why James Tavernier in Europe has been so good this season. Uh, thank you, Reese. It was nice to hear from you. That was Reese in Cumbernauld on 01419511025. You can tweet us as well, of course, at Clyde SSB. We're building up to kick off uh, tomorrow. Of course, if there are any other fans of other teams out there who want to get in touch and change the subject, you're more than welcome. Uh, it's just we're all almost said and done, Roger. It's not often that the week after the Scottish Premiership finishes that we've still got so much to discuss and in fact it will be the weirdest build up to a Scottish Cup final in a long time yeah we're just thinking that actually <laughs> earlier on today nobody's mentioned the Scottish Cup final and it's four days away Rangers versus Hearts um, which in itself will be a great showpiece at Hamden to end the season and a couple of important games for Cali Thistle and St Johnson sandwich that as well on Friday and Monday that haven't rated a mention so far and it just shows you the historical significance of what is going to take place in Seville Tomorrow night It's 14 years Since a Scottish team Was in a final It's 39 years Since a Scottish team Has won a final It's 50 years Since Rangers have won A European final I was 7 months old Gordon This doesn't come around Every 2 minutes This is to be embraced By everyone who's there By everyone who's watching at home Everyone I've spoken to this week Whether they're interested in football or not Everyone Is talking about Rangers And Seville it's going to be a magnificent, historic occasion And I think for the good of Scottish football Here's Marvin Bartley uh, An interloper, they might say An adopted <laughs> Scotsman A man who's fallen in love with the game here At Hibernian and Livingston He would love to see Rangers bring this trophy back And I think that says it all Yeah, uh, Let's bring in Phil Who, I think, Phil, you, are you nearly there? Where are you? We're about 100 kilometres um, north of Seville. That's not bad. We're in a minibus of 50 plus year olds, and the youngsters are in a minibus of 30 <laughs> year olds. They're about, an hour, they're about half an hour ahead of us. So maybe arrive there, nine o'clock, jammies on, early bed to prepare yourself for tomorrow? Oh, it's been a long journey. We've left from, we left about lunchtime on, uh, on um, Monday. So. But we're all upbeat, we're all confident, we're having a great time. Yeah, tap-ass reservation at half nine. Well, we tap-ass reservation at half nine. I was, listen, I was listening to Roger Hanna and his analysis and his t- and it's, he, he's 100%. I'm with him 100% in his tactics and his team selection. I can't see him changing uh, from the Leipzig uh, set-up. And, uh, we're super excited and we hope the profile of the club is enhanced and the boys behave, all the rest of it. The thing is, the thing is, Phil, right? Everyone's obviously one step at a time, try and win the game tomorrow. That would bring Champions League qualification. You might need to make a few other tapas reservations next season. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a few next pals, so I might be okay there. <laughs> <laughs> He's not daft, that guy, is he, Roger Hanna? Um, they oh. sound like sophisticated gentlemen. Tap us at half past nine. I'm not convinced the majority of the other 
At 99 odd thousand Are going for tapas At half past nine tonight I must say uh, No I think Andrew McLean and, and Gabriel Will be tucked up At half past nine I would think Just in anticipation Of a big day's work tomorrow I thought you meant uh, Because they're lightweights <laughs> No Not at all Professionals Is the word I would use So they won't be They won't see Phil At half past nine They'll, they'll, they'll be sleeping Ready for a big day's work tomorrow But you enjoy it Phil I hope all the the, the, the 50 odds enjoy it and get their tapas and have a good time so 50 odds Phil that means you know a, a touch older than Roger Hanna he was just discussing there you know Barcelona is that in the memory for, for some of you guys or still a bit young uh, well, I, was, I was born in 63 so I, oh. kind of was, I wasn't there I was young I was young but you know it, it's it's 50 years it's poignant we think it it's got to be our year we, we do think that but who knows we're yeah. all confident that you know see if we don't Hey ho, we've come a long way, have we not, lads? We've yeah. come a long way. And we've got we support a, a fabulous club which we're immensely proud of. Did you guys, you know, do the old the journey in some far flung corners of Scotland in in the last decade or so? That must make this uh, this trip, you know, even more special. Oh, we've been everywhere, all over the place. I still love Somerset Park. I just love it. It's a magic wee ground, but I'm glad we're not in that league anymore. We're up with the the so-called big boys Ha 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 You know what I mean <laughs> I love the idea That Phil's there tomorrow A few minutes before kick-off And going ah, You know it's not quite Somerset <laughs> But but it'll do Roger Hanna Well listen There's a man who's been going to Somerset Park For 40 oh, years it? You know let, 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 Let's not be You're an airshore uh, boy Let's not talk it down Phil It's a fabulous sporting no, arena In its own it. right He does He likes it Yeah but I, I mean not having the the good fortune to be there like like Phil I think if I was I'd be to work I'd be thinking ah I remember that day at Elgin where they made me sit directly behind Jim Duffy and I had to talk to the back of his baldy head so him and I were on like you know together yeah. and I'm supposed to be asking him about the team but we were sitting one in front of the other and I was sitting on top of the the box that our equipment came in I didn't actually have a seat so I was just sitting on it just looking straight at the back of Jim's head Jim what do you make of that Sebastian Forey is a right back or whatever it was Roger Hanna doesn't I, seem like that long ago I remember being at the Indodrill which I think in those days was called Recreation Park still yes for Clyde 2 Good Clyde soup, 2 though. had a show on a Saturday afternoon Clyde 1 had live commentary Archie McPherson and Hugh Keevans doing live commentary of Aloha versus Rangers probably in League 1 and just at kick-off, there was a gust of wind and their team sheets blew away. And I have never seen such terror in Hugh Keevan's eyes in my entire life. I can just imagine. I really can. Oh. Uh, you know how we've been having a bit of fun um, with Mark Wilson? Because he's on holiday today. As if we can't see through that, that he's gone as far away from here as possible. On holiday so, brackets again. Close brackets. So he doesn't need to... Be here if, if Rangers win and so on He claims he's in Cyprus or something like that And you know that Mark's complexion is Challenging for, for yeah. Cyprus at this time of year Listen, the lights in here make his face <laughs> go red So incredibly A listener Now I don't even know if we've got a name We need to find out if the listener attached a name Has sent in sun cream for Mark Wilson He's actually just texted me as well And he's sent in some sun cream now I'm led to believe I'm not an expert This is the deer stuff as well P20 Roger, does that ring a bell? At all yeah, looks I like am that, reliably that informed This is the top drawer stuff uh-huh. Other sun creams are available And someone out the goodness of their heart Has sent it in for Mark Wilson To make sure his face doesn't go too red in the sun Absolutely terrific The show can, just never fails to you surprise can, you, you You can use it through the winter and the lights in here uh, Right Phil Don't you'll, don't name the full minibus We'll be here until midnight Who else is there? Uh, we've got John and Stuart Gordon Davey 
Scott, Joe, Joe came up from Bournemouth and Davey Walker who does a wee bit of work at Ibrox from time to time. Great commitment. Brilliant. Enjoy the tapas and the game, guys. Do it once. I'll break one. Hello, how's it going? Good, it's not as good as you apparently I'm going to nip that in the bud, Roger yeah. Just in case this tips us over I, the I, edge I, I don't think any good could have come from continuing yeah. that phone call I'm on. actually amazed though that we've, we've made it this far Because it was only a couple of weeks ago we had a bit of an incident, didn't we? We pushed it too far We we, we let an energetic, shall we say, caller on And we were having good fun And, we, and it, it backfired These But it made for a good video on, on it Twitter It went viral, that These things happen Say that again, sorry Roger These things happen Yeah, they do, they do indeed It's, it's the, the fun of live radio Thank you to Phil and the guys Enjoy the tapas um, Right, how are we doing on this teaser? We're looking for nine players Since the 2008 UEFA Cup final Who've got more than three European goals For Rangers So you've got Tavernier You've got Morelos You've got Kent Hadji Ooh, that's a good shout I thought you maybe would have forgotten about him Roger Nacho Novo Nope Ooh. Roger Kyle Lafferty Also no Stephen Naismith He's rubbish this guy Who is this <laughs> dud I built him up You're a fraud <laughs> Not Nasey no. Oh my goodness I've got no more Keep guessing Kamar Roof Yes Well done Kamar Roof So look If you go the sort of current team You're not far off Clearly it's Tavernier Morelos Kent Hadji and Roof so far We'll get the rest next Are one of your last reminders About this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Four days to go You might as well just do it right now We're about to take a break So get your phone out I'm going to patronise you here With a step-by-step guide Open up your messages And text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 That is it It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And the lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Which is this Saturday It's Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals It is the simplest competition on radio Every time Celtic or Rangers score We put money in the jackpot And one of you lucky lot will win everything Every penny tax free it's sitting at £36,250 Hopefully Rangers will score tomorrow They may well score again at the weekend So that number will go up if that happens And you could win every penny of it So text GOAL to 61025 To be in with the chance of winning And we will get the rest of the answers to the teaser next Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're on the home straight tonight Marvin Bartley and Roger Hannah There will be a few sleepless nights Amongst you Rangers fans tonight Not because you're excited Because most of you are still travelling In camper vans and whatever else uh, Through the French-Spanish border So um, yeah, will be interesting We're going to build up to kick-off Obviously for the remainder of tonight And then tomorrow it's an extended show Until... It says here, Roger Hanna, this sounds ominous, until at least 11pm. Don't wow, like the sound yeah. of that. <laughs> Far too late. Uh, anyway, I'm sure it'll be a great night. Hugh Keevens, Dad, Gordon DL and Andy Halliday yeah, here tomorrow. Daz has had to move Barthney again, hasn't he? Well, better not. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, so he'll be listening in the bath right now. Yeah. I don't know how that makes you feel, Marvin, a bit yeah. uneasy. Mm, yeah, very uneasy, if I'm honest. Rubber duck and all that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit nasty, isn't it? Uh, right, on this teaser tonight, can you name nine players... Who since the 2008 UEFA Cup final Have scored more than three European goals for Rangers You've, You're doing quite well You're on the, the right track It's the sort of current crop Tavernier, Morelos, Kent, Hadji, Roof 
Joe Aribo Joe Aribo is in there He's got five Well done Marvin Kamara Nope Connor Goldson Yep Okay Was that two to get? Yeah right, I'm sure we'll get them before the end And don't forget Just like David Redhead did tonight It's full time At Clyde1.com I know the season's coming to an end But come on We need to collect as many of these questions As possible So get Maybe you've got a long journey for instance uh, To Spain And you want to Get your thinking cap on We'd be delighted to hear from you Right Let's go John Who's a Rangers fan On the line where are you, John? I can't believe that's the opening question to everyone tonight. Good evening, hi. Good evening, guys. I'm in Seville. Got hi. here about an hour ago. A big thanks to uh, Stuart Fraser who organised the bus from La Manga uh, Golf Resort. There was about 25 of us. Took us about possibly seven hours, five stops, maybe six, for people needing to go to the toilet, etc. So you can imagine the drink it was consumed. But I'm the only one in the bus that was sober, so I thought I would phone in uh, and look. <laughs> A spokesman Hi. for the bus I love that A spokesman <laughs> for the bus um, I once went on a minibus And I'll leave the details out of it and To a football game yeah. I think I've maybe told part of the story before And I, like John, was completely sober And someone decided that on the motorway They would open the window And rather than wait for a toilet stop oh, <laughs> just, just do Now, I don't know if you've thought about this But that process added to a 70 mile an hour plus headwind It just doesn't end well Yeah For everybody else on the bus Oh dear And miss her at the back um, So that was the worst night of my life Quite <laughs> frankly um, The things you do to watch your team Name um, names Nah I'll leave that out um, But I, I barely speak to Gordon DL since um, <laughs> Right John what about where are you right now? Because it sounds quite lively. I like the sound of that. I can get a, a, feel, a feel of the atmosphere. I'm actually, I'm actually sitting just out with uh, most of the guys in the bus. We've all kind of split up because accommodation was very hard to get, so we were all scattered everywhere. But to be all fairness, the Rangers fans, I've got to admit, to what I've seen walking through the square and walking through, have been absolutely brilliant, second to none, behaving themselves uh, and being an absolute ambassador to Rangers Football Club. So I would like to make that clear over there that there's been no trouble that I've seen and everybody's been absolutely smashing. We're enjoying ourselves. The weather's great. I'm now having a couple of beers, looking forward to the game. Only got a ticket a couple of days ago. So, aye, it's been a hard journey through. So, the atmosphere's brilliant. The weather's absolutely scorching and there's a great bunch of guys on this bus from La Manga. Uh, none of us were peeing out the window, I can assure you. We stopped <laughs> times and behaved ourselves. I'm delighted to hear it. Um, how did it feel to get the ticket, John? Because that's what I've been saying we, We've had so many callers on And I think only one or two have actually been lucky enough what, what, what was that moment like? Well, I'm going to tell you I got a phone call on Sunday coming back from Livingston Tried to get myself a couple of wee tops Could have put on the weight So I tried to get some new stuff for going away My best man phoned me He asked me Could you send me £150? I says, no problem I said, do you need any more? Thinking he maybe needs some spending money Give me it when he gets it back he says, no, just send me £150 and I'll give you something for it. I says, I don't want anything. He says, yes, you do. I've got you a, a cracking seat at £150 wow. uh, in the middle of the stand and you don't owe me anything apart from cost at £150. So you can imagine the delight there because that was absolutely unbelievable. I'll tell you what, John's a good pal if he was about to tap his mate 150 know, quid, no thinking. questions asked Oh, absolutely <laughs> Spend John's number Spend Sunday afternoon in Livingston, that could be handy for you, Marvin yeah, it could be Is that where you buy your clothes? Yeah, I saw him in there, that's Under Armour That is straight out the Under Armour yeah. outlet, that hoodie, is 70% isn't it? off Or the bottoms <laughs> Honestly <laughs> I'm skin, I'm, I'm a Livy, what do you expect? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, John, I, I, 
I love just hearing the buzz in the background That's when it really hits home to us here So enjoy yourself, will you? Thanks guys, all the best And hopefully we get a result and bring a trophy home Well, give us a call back in a few days That was John from Mary Hill in Seville And he's given us the update as well Roger, he says everyone's behaving And they better Because everyone who's as much as walked past Ibrooks Has been on Twitter with a nice video message Telling the Rangers <laughs> fans you're representing this football club And I've seen it made That the joke sort of made on Twitter It's like when you used to go um, On a school trip And the teachers would say Now remember Today at Alton yeah. Towers You're representing <laughs> this school I don't want to steal the joke It's not mine It's someone else's And I can't remember who But um, that, It's had that feel to it It is important And look, People aren't taking the mickey A little bit in social media about it But Having been in Manchester 14 years ago It is important there will be many Rangers fans in Seville who were in Manchester. There will be many Rangers fans in Seville who weren't in Manchester. But they will all be aware of what happened in Manchester and the damage it did to the club's reputation. The club are acutely aware. Stuart Robertson, Ali McCoy, Graham Soonis, Richard Goff, John Gregg have all issued messages. They know the importance of preserving and enhancing Rangers' reputation over the next 48 hours. And... Winning the trophy is hugely important But so too is the behaviour of 100,000 fans in a foreign land There's nothing at the minute would indicate there's going to be any bad behaviour And let's hope that continues And as we say, for Scottish football, for Scottish sport, for Scottish society It would be great if those 100,000 mm. supporters tomorrow night were celebrating a win Marvin, sadly, it's probably naive to think you can put 100,000 of anyone you yeah. know, Forget football for a second even So forget the team Forget even the sport You stick 100,000 Mostly young men In a foreign country With sun and alcohol And whatever else It's naive to think That everything is going to go 100% plain sailing It's obviously about Making sure that no Significant lines are crossed Yeah most definitely And like you said It would be probably naive To, to think that way But it's not impossible To be that way You know I think you know, the Rangers fans, they look at their players as role models. It's time for them to be role models as well. You know, because I think there is people out there who hope they slip up, who hope they, they go over there and create headlines for the wrong reasons. And I think, you know, the messages that have gone out and some people ha have been taking the mick out of them, I think the Rangers fans have listened to them. I really, really do. And I hope they've listened to them because these people are saying these things because they know the effect it can have on a football club. It knows, they know the way that you can be viewed after things like this. And I think as uh, John just said there, you know, the fans are behaving and all the other callers have said exactly the same thing. Long may that continue. Go enjoy the game tomorrow, whether you're going to the stadium or you're watching it elsewhere. You know, get home safely. But remember at all times, and as I said, we've joked about it, you are representing the club. Yeah, Marvin Bartley's video message gets released at 9am <laughs> tomorrow. So keep your eye on all the Rangers fans. social media channels views. Uh, for that one. Uh, right, I think that just about does it. And, and one last moment of self-indulgence from us, I think, Roger Hanna. By my estimation... We've been on all night And we've had two callers from the UK it's the, the, the fact that people are going on this journey But still you know, knowing what it means to, to everyone back home And phoning up and sharing it with us I can't thank them enough You're better with words than me So, Well, Neil, the caller Interrupted his whining spag ball tonight To say he was flying out from Presswick tomorrow And he was taking his toothbrush and his passport with him we're in a very fortunate position that so many Rangers supporters have gone with their toothbrush and their passport and they've taken Clyde One Super Scoreboard with them. Um, this programme has followed Rangers every step of the way as it does with Celtic when Celtic were in Europe. When Celtic went to Seville in 2003, the show was there and wished Celtic all the best. In 2008, the show was in Manchester and wished Rangers all the best. In 2022, 
Gabriel and Andrew are the lucky ones to be in Seville with Rangers. We wish them the best tomorrow night. We hope everyone behaves. We hope Scotland's reputation and Rangers' reputation comes back intact. And we hope James Tavernier brings the trophy home. That would have been such a nice, poignant moment to end the show on. But instead, I'm about to ruin it by watching you two flounder on the last couple of answers on the full-time teaser. So nine <laughs> players who, since 2008, for Rangers... Have scored more than three goals in European competition You've got Tavernier, Morelos, Kent Hadji, Roof, Aribo, Goldson One you might get I'm not sure about the other Scott Arfield Yes, that's the one I thought you would get Marvin? Uh, well, nice if it means Barisic? No. no, he's got three I think Jermaine Defoe? He's got three Stephen Davis? There is not a chance you're getting this And funnily enough he didn't even play that long ago Daniel Kandias No but getting Warmer Wouldn't like, even have played like as many Wouldn't even have played as many games as him It's not Camberry But again you're You're getting there Sort of Four goals in one season Now remember it includes Qualifiers, qualifiers. This is an astonishing return from a guy Whose Rangers career didn't manage to go on and amount to much With no offence to him if he's listening Which he won't be Eros Gresda Nope Oh come on He didn't manage four in Europe no, Now you're pushing so. it Flanagan No What position did they play? Winger Jamie Murphy No Was it Feyenoord? Was that one of them? I seem to remember that Yeah Oh goodness me Lone player Shea Ojo Shea Ojo <laughs> That's why you're here That's incredible uh, Well done Marvin and Roger Thank you Thank you so much To everyone who's got in touch Tomorrow's the big day Sleep tight We're here until 11 tomorrow Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair NHS staff use code 67 For 10% off all repairs